Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We're excited today. Yes. Yeah. It's Resurrection Sunday. Hallelujah. You know, the most beautiful thing about it is that the Father is still speaking. Glorious things will be heard of God's children. Father, we just want to thank you. Worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be praised. My Redeemer, you are worthy to be praised. Worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be praised. state of confusion, a state of complete death. A concluded case. We are in a hopeless situation, seeking for one that can save, deliver, restore, and bring us back to the way it was in the beginning. Our fathers prophesied about it. They dreamt. They prayed. They wished. They asked God if they could see such a time as that. They labored in spirit. They labored both physically. Just to ensure that that glorious day that had been long prophesied will come to pass. And today, we are living witness. Today, we are here to testify that truly, Jesus Christ died on the cross of Calvary. And truly, on the third day, he came back to life. And he did not just come back to life, but he offered life to mankind. Today, we are the proof of that life. We are the evidence that Jesus Christ truly died. So this is not the kind of Easter that people just come together and say, no, it's Easter. No, this is the time we come together to look at ourselves and say we are the evidence. We are the proof that Jesus truly died. I prepared a message For this Easter. So yesterday I just called a friend of mine. I was just there worshiping God. And I said something. I said, Father, I'm used to this Easter thing. Every Easter we talk about the cross. Every Easter we talk about reservation. No, Jesus Christ carried cross. He died. And he's back to life. We just talked about it. And I said something. I said, I know in heaven they don't celebrate Easter. Not like the celebration is wrong. It's for us to celebrate, to appreciate what happened, what took place there. 
But I said, God in heaven, they don't celebrate. The angels are not rejoicing because it is Easter. The only thing the Bible recorded that makes angels and heavens to rejoice is when a soul is won into the kingdom. So I said, God, this must be beyond, this Easter, this Sunday should be beyond our feeling of, oh, Jesus Christ died for us. What is the heart of the Father? Where is your heart, Lord? What are you saying? And the Lord started giving us, giving me a different message that I have prepared. It's because you have seek to know what I'm doing. I'll tell you what I'm doing. So while we were here, while the worship was going on, the Lord started speaking to me. The first question I asked him, I asked him a question. When I entered, the Lord told me, the message I have given you is a global message. And I asked him with all sincerity, I asked him, why a global message? You know why I asked? We're just like this. So why will you give us a, a global message when there are global churches? I believe if you want to deliver a global message, you look for a global church, though we are global. That's what the Lord corrected me. And this is what the Lord said. He said, I give you a global message because this church is global. And I've learned to understand that when God says something is, you don't really need to have to look at it from the physical realm. So the moment God said we are global, I claim it. So I'm declaring today and I'm prophesying today that Faith Refiner's worldwide ministry is a global church. Amen. From the mouth of God himself. Because God has said so. Because God has spoken. Oh, when God speaks, I'm moved. I'm intoxicated by the words that comes out of his mouth. Because I know if there's one person that cannot lie, it's God. If there's one person I have trusted with my entire life, it's God. So even when it is night and I'm sleeping, and God says it is daybreak, I will wake up to start doing things I should do during the day because God says it is the day. Even if it is dark, faithful is he who has said it. For there shall be performance towards everything he has said. Then the Lord told me something again. When God bless you when our sister was worshipping. The Lord said, I will feel that. says, you will have, this place will have one of the biggest yearly worship concerts in this nation. Hallelujah. Now, I use the word, one of. That doesn't mean it cannot be the biggest. They are just two singing here. And God is showing me nations. 
showing me stadiums. Showing me worship taking place in stadiums. What a God. What a God. Two people singing, yet God is seeing a concert in two people singing. May you have the resurrection eyes. It's not just resurrection uh, life. There's a resurrection eyes that makes you see different from what the physical realm is reflecting. This is what makes our fathers of faith different. They were seen with the resurrection eyes. I prophesy to every one of you today, consigning your destiny, may your eyes be open Amen. to see through the power of resurrection in the name of Jesus. Amen. And the Lord said further to me, He said, I will raise anointed and powerful women and men as choristers in this ministry. Powerful. When God calls something powerful, He said, anointed. He says, they will be known worldwide. He says, they will be known what? Worldwide. I don't know what you want to hear today. I don't know what you're seeing today. But man, I'm hearing heaven. I'm hearing heaven. I'm hearing heaven because as I stand, there are angels. The angels here are bigger than this place. And you're asking why? God is not a man. So I'm prophesying these things. You know, Few days ago, the Lord said, Say the things I said to you. So I thought He was talking about the things He has told me already, which I, I announced to you guys. And I said, This is what God said. I should say. God said, I should say the things He has he's told me. Not knowing that He wants to speak today also. So I am announcing everything He has said to me. He says, They will be anointed, they will be known worldwide. That means the anointing we announce them. Praise the Lord. Then he said, For thy death to me. He says, The worship from this house will provoke healing with us. And many, including the nation, will drink and bait from this river. He says, many, including the nation. When God says including the nation, He's not talking about the people. The nation itself will drink from this river. And through this river, the nation will receive healing. Oh, it's like I'm seeing too much. Don't blame me. It's the resurrection power at work. It's a resurrection power at work. You choose to see what you want to see. According to my spiritual father, he said something. He said, Don't say what I say if you cannot see what I'm seeing. Don't confess what I am confessing if you cannot see what I'm seeing. So our confession. Is not based on our feelings. It's based on what we have seen. Jesus Christ says, I do not 
do things from my own side. I do not say the things that I that I feel like saying. No, but I say the things that I hear my father saying. That means his mood of oppression was beyond the realms of men. He was operating from the realms of heaven, where the father himself dwelt. So he listens to the conversations of the father and he speaks and he was so bold because at that time nobody is permitted to be bold. Jesus Christ does not have what it takes to be bold at that time. He was not part of the elites, the scribes, the, 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 the men that rules the so-called Pharisees. So there was no voice for him to speak, yet he was as bold. When lion, you can't even compare lion's boldness to, to the boldness of Jesus Christ. And I wondered why was he this bold? Not until I found out that the reason why he was this bold was because he was hearing from a realm that others could not hear from. When he asked Peter, who do people say I am? Oh, you are the son of God. He says, flesh and blood have not revealed this to you. I am prophesying to every one of you today. From this day, you begin to operate in a realm where flesh and blood cannot reveal things, but only the spirits. Amen. Your eyes will be open, your ears will be open. Amen. You will hear from the heart of the Father. Amen. You will see from the eyes of the Father. Amen. Peter, flesh and blood have not revealed this to you. That means there is a revelation that comes from flesh and blood. If you speak that one, you will suffer. Nothing will happen. It will even cause it will attract it will attract backwardness. But when you speak from that point where the Father says, and the Lord says, ah, because the Lord says, I say, Ezekiel, speak to this Bible, prophesy to the Bible, and Ezekiel said, What? God said I should prophesy, and he begins to prophesy. It wasn't the word of Ezekiel that brought those bones to life. It was the fact that God said. So I'm speaking from the realm of God's sake. That's the realm I'm speaking from. And he said, nations, this nation, this nation will drink from this water. This nation will bathe from this water. That is through this ministry, righteousness will flow into every corner. Light, we come out from here and we cover areas that have been known for darkness. Do not come to entice men, but I speak that which I hear. He says, Do not despise the days of your little beginning. If you seem little, you end up becoming little. one person and I heard the voice of the Lord say to me do to this one like you would do to thousands I was like what why 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 God he says because through this one thousands come so if you can't see thousands in this one forget it what are you seeing about your destiny today 
not just about preservation. Do you know that Jesus Christ told them that after the third day will come back again? We, we, we're talking about resurrection. Let's talk about the man that says he will die and he will come back. The same time he said it, he came back at the same time. He knew something, sir. He knew that death cannot go. He knew that the power of death does not have a, a place in his life. So what God wants from us is to know. The knowing is what makes the difference. The knowing is what makes the difference. They were more. Hey, Jesus Christ has died. Let's work for our life. They started running. They didn't believe him. They saw a dimension of miracles. They saw a dimension of healings. They saw this, this, this man walk on water. They saw this man turning water to wine. They saw steam speaking to the storm. They saw all those things. But they said, this dimension you are going, sir, nobody in the history of the world has gone through that path. So, even we, we have not ever imagined, you know, they, they tried to imagine Jesus Christ turning water to wine. So, it was a miracle, but they believed. Yes. Because we, the way we have been seeing you, we know there's a trace of that in you. But when Jesus told them, I will come back the third day, hey, sir, stop. Such imagination have not even entered us yet. We've seen you raise the dead. But who will raise you? The, 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 this is the problem. We've seen you raise the dead. Now you are the one dying. Who will raise you? You know, at that time, the Holy Spirit has not been introduced to them. They thought it's just all about Jesus. They didn't know that. The Trinity. The visible one was with them. But there was an invisible one that was with them, yet they could not see it. So everything I am saying today, how will it happen? I don't know, but I know one thing. The Holy Spirit. That's what I know. And that's enough for me. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Mary asked, How will this happen? That was a, it was a sincere question. How would this happen? Man, nobody in our lineage, nobody in our nation, nobody in the entire world has ever experienced a baby. From nowhere, you just start growing big. You no, know, it's against nature. So she asked, that's why God did not get angry with her when she asked that question. Because the miracle that God was about to do, it was against nature. And the angel said, What? The Holy Spirit will come, and the power of the Most High. Bring the volcanic reaction that we spark up the baby to start going in your own. So don't look at me and ask me how will all these things happen. That same spirit that visited Jesus Christ in the grave and brought him back to life is the same spirit that will do everything I'm saying tonight to this morning.
don't start that message. I'm just saying what the father was telling me there. At a point I wanted to fall, I could not stand. Who would God God be speaking of this like this? Take God to the biggest place. He won't, if he won't speak, he won't speak. How will it happen that this small thing that we can see and God is saying a time will come 200,000 people will be in a building how will it happen the power of the Holy Spirit so today is not just for us to celebrate but it's for us to celebrate what he will do not just what he has done Because we human beings, we're good. Once we finish celebration, we just go home and the next we start remembering all our problems. Ah, that's when Easter, Easter, Easter has come and Easter has gone. Let's face reality. The reality is God has gone ahead of every one of you. That is what you should take home today. That God has gone ahead of every one of you. For every word God has ever spoken in your life, that looks impossible in the sight of men. Don't stress yourself. Don't worry yourself. The Holy Spirit is still on the earth. As long as the Holy Spirit is still here with us. Man, 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 man. Everything is possible. Everything is what? It's possible. So if you have small things in your list, tear it and say, oh, speak, speak to me according to your size. Speak to me according to your size. Don't speak to me according to my size. God is telling you what you can achieve. Go and check it. Are you sure it is God? Jesus told them, I will die. Three days later, I will come back to life. And they did not believe because it wasn't, it wasn't a man speaking. Such realm of words, such revelation cannot come from a man. It can only come from a man who has dwelled with God. That is the size of God speaking through Jesus. What is God speaking through your mouth? What is God speaking to you? At least he told Jesus. Jesus told the people, I will die and the third day I will come back to life. And we saw it happen. And we are living witness, living evidence. The question I'm asking today, what is that thing that God has said to you that flesh and blood has not revealed it to you? What is it? If there is nothing I prophesy today, everyone who is hearing me, may you hear something from God today Amen. that flesh and blood cannot reveal it to you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you. We bless you, Lord. Oh, God is awesome. How can a ministry that has not started yet, God is saying, you will fly cargo planes and you will give out things to ministries through cargo planes. Man, believe it or not, God is speaking. So we have come to hear what God is saying. 
You know what I'm telling you all this so you will believe God. There is no lies in his mouth. He can, lies can never be found in his mouth. God does not say what he will not do or what he cannot do. He's not under any pressure to say anything. You can't pressurize God. No. So he speaks from his comfort zone. God is not under pressure. It is we that is under pressure. That's why the scripture says we should not be anxious of anything. God does not live in anxiety. No, 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 no. And God is always settled and calm. His government has no threats. His reign has no threats. Nobody is contesting with his authority. Nobody is challenging him and saying, I want to dethrone you tomorrow. Do you know I told somebody, I said, do you know when Satan tried to hijack a government in heaven? Do you know God was not moved? The Bible did not record that God fought. When angels were fighting, where was God? God was chilling. Hey, God was chilling. Not a bit strength. He wasn't fighting. As a matter of fact, the judgment that came upon Lucifer came from the seat of God's throne. God did not stand up and say, Hey, Lucifer, you have provoked me. So I'm going to make judgment on you. No, God was chilling, relaxing, and releasing judgment. So why will he now speak into your life? And he said, I'm not sure because I'm under pressure to speak. You see, beyond the life that we received in reservation, I want us to understand something. That one of the things I personally picked from that reservation is that God is faithful in doing anything he says he will do. My place of faith came from that place. If God can say to Jesus, and Jesus said to the people, I will die, and he thought they are raised again, I'll come back to life. And Jesus trusted the word of God, and he submitted himself, nobody killed him, he submitted himself to death, knowing that God has said, that God has spoken, that in the third day he will come back to life. He trusted God in death. You, you are alive. You are still battling with trust with God. God is telling you about your school fish. That a fish can bring out. You are, you are, you are saying, God, if this is you, or you are, let this happen. Let, you are giving God conditions to prove himself. God, when I sleep, let me wake up with one eyes like this. That way I will know you are the one speaking. Yet Jesus trusted God with his life. God is telling you that marriage. You're saying, God, I've been hearing this, so. Mm. Okay, God, I need sign, I need proof. Did Jesus Christ ever ask for sign or proof that he will come back to life? If there's anything you should take home today, is that Jesus Christ trusted the Father with his life. That's why he's now glorified. You can't be glorified without faith. You can't be glorified without trust. God cannot glorify you. God cannot exalt you. God cannot magnify you. 
you don't first trust him with your life. If you can't trust him with your life, forget it. Stop playing games with God. Now, you want the writing? Trust him with your life. Your life, I'm not saying your money. I'm not saying your car. I said your life. That is, that is what God is saying. Trust me with your life. That's when you will see my full potential. So we are not seeing the fullness of God because we have not surrendered our life. We are born again, but man, we are still holding our life. It's like banking system. You put your money here and you wake up. This bank, I'm not trusting. The way these guys are, 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 are moving, you know, the, 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 the chart is going up and down. The stock chart is shaking. Let me withdraw my money. That's what we are doing with God. But Jesus trusted him with his life. And we saw that the Father whose word cannot fail showed up at the exact hour. May he be glorified. Maybe I want us to trust God with our life. That's all. See, you can't meet God at the middle. Meet him at his place, and what guarantees you entrance into his place is that you've laid down your life for him. When we talk about seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, seeking him means that you offer your life to him. So, whatever he decides to turn you into is no longer your business, but his business. Many have hold on to their life and they died with their life. So why can't you put your life in the hands of the one that can save it? Praise the Lord. So what the Lord told me yesterday, which is a topic, he says this resurrection is the resurrection of sons. The resurrection of what? Sons. If you are not a son, go and celebrate. You are just wasting your time. It will be a celebration to you. The, the reaction of it, maybe your body will, maybe you overeat today. So your body will respond. At least that is a good sign that you celebrated Easter. But far beyond that, God is saying this resurrection, this Easter is different. It's unique. Why? It is the resurrection of the sons. The rising of God's sons. Romans chapter 8. Let's quickly look at Romans chapter 8. Verse 19. Praise the Lord. I'll use the King James Version. I think I get better explanation there. It says, For the earnest expectations of the Creator waited for the manifestations of the sons of God. The world has been waiting for the sons of God to rise. And God is saying today, This resurrection is for the sons. 
Sons are being lifted up today. And God said it is global. It's not just in America. The same thing is happening everywhere in the world. Sons of God are lifted up today. Sons. No, we talk about sons. We talk about those who have laid down their life to Christ. Those who have surrendered their life to Christ. Those who have believed Him without any doubt. Those are the sons. So God is saying today, I'm lifting them up. Lifting sons, they are rising all over. That's a big news. That's a big news. Sons that will dominate darkness. Sons that will conquer darkness. Sons that will make a public show of darkness. That's what God is saying they are rising today. Praise the Lord. You know, let me just Easter. Let me talk about Easter so it doesn't look like what Saturday is Easter now. Easter is a celebration and commemoration of the death, the burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus resurrected on this day. And therefore, I announce to someone here, to a family, to someone's health, someone's business, someone's career, someone's finances, someone's marital life, someone's spiritual life, I'm declaring today, today shall be your restoration. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now take serious with the things I'm saying. Take serious with the things I'm saying. You can't come and celebrate Easter. You celebrate reservation and you go home. More things, more things, more things start dying. What kind of uh, confusion is that? So tonight, today, everything that speaks of stigma in your life, everything that speaks of shame, everything that speaks of reproach, Everything that speaks of darkness, because death is darkness. Everything that speaks of death in your life, I declare today, by the power of the Most High, that you are restored back to life in the name of Jesus. Amen. I speak to finances, I speak to marriage, I speak to careers, I speak to ministries. Today, I declare there shall be restoration in your life. In the name of Jesus. Amen. May everyone on the sound of my voice today experience the restoration power of the Most High. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you. As children of God, we must connect to heaven to know what the Father is doing or is about to do. This Easter is a prophetic, unique, and special one in heaven. So I'm not just talking about the celebration of the earthly people. In heaven, it's a unique and a special day. Because it is the day where the sons of God have been lifted up from the grave. Father, we thank you. 
Why is it unique? Like I said, God is raising sons today. Sons are emerging. God is about to introduce his sons to the world. So, I target the resurrection of God's sons. So, today is the resurrection of God's sons. It is the resurrection of saviors and believers. Do you believe you are a savior? It's easy. I know religion will make you feel like, no, it's only Jesus that is the savior. Jesus Christ is the Son, and we have become sons. That means everything that Jesus Christ is entitled to, every title that Jesus Christ carries, automatically we carry it. So, this is beyond religion, it is the life of Christ reflecting in us, not half of it. The fullness of Christ. So it is the lifting the resurrections of saviors and believers. Quickly, let's open to because I know many of us are like mm, that word. We are not saviors of me. I am a savior. I don't know about you, but me. I'm being raised for a time like this as a savior to my world. Obadiah chapter 1, verse 21. And saviors, he did not say savior, saviors shall come up on Mount Zion to judge the mouth of Esau, and the kingdom shall be the Lord. Who shall come up? Saviors. Saviors from where? Mount Zion, base Mount Zion, the church. So we are not doing games yet. God is raising saviors. You think it's God that will save the world? Why did he have children if you have a grown up child? Will you go and fight war when your child is mature? God has raised us for a time like this. That through us, the world, we know that he is God. If only Jesus Christ turned the world around, imagine what every one of us would do as sons. We have become children of God, sons, to tell darkness, hey, shut up. says that for this reason the son of God was made manifest you have not become you have become that son so it is now written concerning you for this reason I famous have been brought forth into this world that I might destroy the works of Satan get this understand these facts you have been raised not just for yourself. You have a title called Savior, deliver. To deliver your family, to deliver your schools, to deliver your cities. So 
we should start thinking beyond ourselves and start asking God, what have you called me to deliver? Who have you called me to save? Because I am a savior. Not sharing in the glory of God, but we have inherited it. When you start seeing yourself from this point, God will begin to download greater things to you. Quickly, let's look at Judges chapter 3, verse 9. Is someone there? Can we give you there? Judges 3, verse 9 says, But when the Israelites cried out to the Lord for help, who did they cry out to? The Lord raised up a man to rescue the people from Israel. The people of Israel. They cried to God for help. God responded by raising what? A man. God raised a man when they cried for help. So God is raising you today for someone's prayer. Someone who has been crying in their closet, crying to God for help. You are the answer to that person. You have become the answer to this nation's cry. You've become the answer to your family cries. That's what God is doing today. He's raising people that we stand as answers to other people's prayer. Financially, spiritually. Praise the Lord. I want us to also look at the scripture. Second Kings chapter 13. Second Kings 13, verse 5. And it says. Then the Lord gave Israel a savior to rescue them and give them peace so that they escaped from under the hand of Arameans. The sons, descendants of Israel, lived in the tent as before. The Lord raised a savior so that they can escape from the hand of the person who is oppressing them. The Lord is raising someone here today in the name of Jesus. It is the restoration of judges. God is also raising judges. Today is the resurrection of what? Judges. Those that will sit and judge. I said, no, God, this is not good. I cancel this. Don't you know you have the power to stop evil? Whatever you don't like, he said you will condemn. Not God. It's you that will condemn it. That shall say to the mountain, be that we move, nothing we go. Whatever thou shalt decree, is it God? It's you. Whatever you will decree, to be established. Said, I have given you power to oppose. That means you've judged that system. So I want us to see beyond what others are seeing. Let's truly see what God is doing. That life that Jesus Christ died for. 
Judges chapter 2. Let's quickly look at Judges chapter 2. And mind you, God, there's a special power being released. So I'm not just talking about God is doing, God is going to do. No, there's a power that is being released from heaven today. Dominion is being released. Being given to these sons. To tread upon Sabbath, upon darkness. They will display the fullness of Christ, the fullness of God over darkness. You know why? The scripture says thick darkness cover the earth. So if there is a thick darkness, that means what is required to conquer that thick darkness is called strong light. You know, there's the, I'm from Nigeria. There's a light we call half current. The light is just there. By the time you put on your fridge, deep down is even better. We put on your TV. The TV will be reacting the way the, the, the light is reacting. That's how many Christians are. They have half-correct lights. And once, once a challenge comes, about to come, and they press play, the light that they are managing to see small, small, will just start going backward, reversing. And God is saying, you can't use this light. You can't use this light to fight this thick darkness. The darkness is too thick, sir. Wickedness has increased. Evil has dominated the land. Man! The heart of the people is having, sir. It's too hard that you can't use half current light to break through. We're talking about revival. What is holding the people, sir? He's strong, but not stronger than our God. So God is releasing his fullness into mankind to break the power of darkness. The way it was in the beginning that the word of God showed up onto the earth and darkness gave way. Same way God is doing in this season. He's raising sons that will step into darkness and by their presence alone darkness will give way. Oh, we are in the end times, sir. We are in the season of the country. The garden of the remnant. So the only way we can gather is by processing with that light, coming forth with that kind of light. Because what we are doing in this season is called snatching. We have gone beyond the realms of negotiation. Negotiating, negotiating. Please leave now, please come now, please leave now. It's snatching. You snatch. And you only do that with dominion, with power. So that's why God is releasing so there are judges, there are those that will say, God, this is not right. And the saviors will come and save the system. But before the saviors will come, there are those that will judge the system and say, God, this is not it. So that's why it is the resurrection of what? Judges. So I said, Judges chapter 2, verse 16. I read. Then the Lord raised up judges who rescued them from the hands of those who robbed them. The Lord, the Lord raised what? Judges from the hands of those who robbed them. So many Christians have been robbed. They've been robbed of their provision. They've been robbed of Revelation 5.12. So God is raising judges that will snatch back Revelation 5.12 from the hands of Satan. 
back to the hands of God's children. And I declare, everyone hearing the sound of, everyone hearing my voice tonight, you are part of those judges in the name of Jesus. Amen. It is a resurrection of stars. Few days ago, three days precisely of four days, I had a vision and I saw stars on the ground. Suddenly I saw something just pick up the stars and it's like a machine. You just press it and boom! And I saw the stars. They are launching stars. Launching stars in the sky. And I saw stars were being launched in the sky. So the Lord is saying it is the resurrection of stars. Stars are being launched in the sky where they belong. No, do you, do you see stars on the ground? That's not their place. So God is restoring mankind. He's restoring the church. Restoring us back to where we belong. We belong to this top. So these stars are going back to the top. I prophesy today. Everyone that is called stars in the house of God. I declare you are being launched today. To the top in the name of Jesus. Amen. Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2 verse 15. Let's use the King James Version. Verse 15 says, That ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of the crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world. Then, the NIV, the NIV gave us a better word. The NIV called it stars. It says, so that you may become blameless and pure, children of God without fault, in a warped and crooked generation, then you will shine among them like stars in the sky. That you will shine like stars in the sky. So if you have not been shining, as a star, I am prophesying to your life today that your job, your nature is to shine. Therefore, I am prophesying, I am releasing grace to you. From today, I decree, go forth and shine in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you. We bless you. God says it is the restoration of the end time church. It is the restoration of the world end time church. The way the enemy has dealt with the church. The people have lost hope in the church. The church is supposed to be the place where everybody is running to. But the enemy has dealt with the church. But God is saying Today marks the resurrection of the church. And I'm not speaking about America. I'm speaking globally. Watch out, sir. Watch out and see. Watch out and see what's that coming out of the church. The level of greatness, sir, that mankind have not seen. 
the level of wisdom that has never been found in the mind of any leader. Oh, the confusion you have been seeing is scriptural. They will run to the house of God for solution. So God is glorifying the church, sir. God is magnifying the church. It has been long prophesied, but this day, this day, it has been sealed. This day it has been sealed. This year is unique. This year is a prophetic year. It's a prophetic year. Everything that happens this year is prophetic. The prophecies you've been hearing, it has been launched this year. So today as I speak, I'm not coming to tell you stories that you know. Telling you things ahead. Churches have been launched. Churches that are stars, that have been crippled, they have been launched today. They are launched into a glorious destiny. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. This season is a season of the gathering of the remnant. So God is bringing back the remnants. Those who have survived. You know, I shared a story with someone. I said, the Holy Spirit was the one that led Jesus Christ to the wilderness. The Bible says that as many who have been led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Where did the Spirit lead Jesus Christ to first? Wilderness. Do you think it was Satan that led Jesus Christ to the grave? does not have that power. But the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit led him to the grave. And the Holy Spirit visited him and brought him back. So what qualifies you to be a son? If God is saying it is the resurrection of sons, what qualifies you to be a son is that first you are being led to the, to the grave. First, you are being led to the place of slaughter. You know, Jesus Christ says that whoever will follow me should carry his cross first. Where would that cross lead you to? The grave. Then the Holy Spirit will come and bring you out. So that's glorious life. So many as I speak all over the world has been dragged by the Holy Spirit. So they are qualified now to be sons. Because the Spirit of God has led them through the wilderness, has led them through the grave. And today God is saying, because they've been led by the Holy Spirit, their sonship has been confirmed. And I'm lifting them up so that they can now glorify me. So for many who do not know why they've been going through things, but yet they, they, they surrender to it. That was the leading of the Holy Spirit. Not Satan. No. He has no power against God's children. And the same God right now is saying, I am exalting the sons. Sons means that you have surrendered, you have died. What did Paul say? Paul said, I have been crucified with Christ. This life I live now is not mine. It's Christ. So Paul himself, everything you saw Paul do it, 
the miracles, the signs and wonders. He did them out of the realms of sonship. But first, he was crucified with our Lord Jesus Christ. So, the dimension of sonship, sir, is the dimension of Abba. It's a dominion realm where the supernatural manifests greater than the physical. So these sons will begin to manifest the supernatural. Get ready to begin to hear strange news all over the world. Miracles, strange miracles, strange things, strange things that only the Lord himself can do. Jesus Christ came out of the grave, sir, with a new body. Don't touch me. Don't touch me yet. This is not the body you used to know. That you come and say, Jesus, what's up? Jay, Alpha, I'm hungry. Just thought, Jesus, 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 I'm hungry. No, it's a level has changed. This one is different. This is a glorified body. So the Lord is glorifying the saints. We are coming out today with a new body. A new identity. That's the power of exhalation, sir. It means that everything that has not been working in your life, they've been deposited somewhere. Never to come back again, sir. And I pray for everyone tonight. That may every one of you begin to manifest what Jesus Christ paid for. The death of Jesus Christ may begin to reflect in your life. You will not just celebrate. No, you will not be part of those that tell the story. You will be the story. Yeah. Oh, we saw when they were taken off. No! You will not see when you are taken off. You will be the one. You will not see when people are being taken off. You will be the one that will be taken off to the top. Yeah. Oh, we saw when God visited the sons and lifted them up. We saw it with an eyewitness. No, you will not be an eyewitness. You will be the one that they are telling stories about. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Today, I decree, it will not just be an ordinary Easter for you. Saying to people, oh, do you know that today Jesus Christ died? Do you know today Jesus Christ died? No, you become the reflection of his death. You become the reflection of his resurrection. In the name of Jesus. It says in the book of Revelation chapter 5, verse 10 and 12, that Jesus Christ has raised God's kingdom into us, the kingship and the priesthood. And he says he has given us seven dominions, seven provisions. Now, every child of God is supposed to replicate that seven, son. Power, wealth, blessings, glory, honor. God is saying, I am releasing the spirits that we make this seven manifest in the life of the sons of God. In the name of Jesus. Now, mind you, when I say sons, I'm talking including women, including children. So God is said today, that same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from death, that Paul once spoke about, that if that spirit lives in me, he will mortalize my body, he will glorify me, he will magnify me. That same spirit, God is releasing it today in a strange dimension for God's sons so they can start duplicating Revelation chapter 5 verse 12. All of begin to come out from God's house. 
Power will begin to come out from God's house. Wealth will begin to come out from God's house. Blessings will begin to flow from God's house. In the name of Jesus. And so shall it be. So shall it be. In the name of Jesus. Please bring us your communion. So shall it be. So shall it be. What has God spoken in your life? I have come to tell you that so shall it be. So shall it be. The way God has said it, so shall it be. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. So shall it be. We are not here to tell the story how Jesus Christ died. No, we are here to reflect the story. We are the reflection of the resurrection. We are not here to tell people stories. People don't want to hear stories. They want to see the proof of Christ in us. Therefore, I decree this communion today marks the beginning of God's sons rising. In the name of Jesus. Yesterday, I was just worshiping, singing. He is Lord. He is Lord. Amen. He has risen from the dead. He is Lord. Ay, 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 ay. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. He is God. God, amen. He has risen from the dead. He is the Lord. Oh, God of Chanel, every knee was bowed, every tongue confessed that Jesus Christ is the Lord. Now, hear me. This was the same blood that was shared on the cross of Calvary. When that song says, every knee will bow, it's scriptural. You know what that means? That when you partake of this, every knee will begin to bow to you. Whatever represents darkness in your life, whatever represents grave in your life, they begin to bow in the name of Jesus. Amen. I am decreeing to you. They will bow. Amen. They will bow. Amen. Listen, in the book of Ezekiel 37, verse 12, it says, Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thou see the Lord, behold, I will open your grave and make you come up out of your grave, my people, and I will bring you back home to the land of Israel. He said, I will open your grave. I declare via this communion, graves have been opened. Amen. We saw Jesus Christ's grave being opened. Nobody can tell who opened this grave. We know who opened it. The Holy Spirit. In collaboration with the angels. Today, the Holy Spirit and angels will begin to walk in your life. Amen. Anything that speaks of grave, I declare, they begin to open today. In the name of Jesus. Therefore, I bless this communion. I declare this communion blessed. 
The scripture says, whatever we bless is blessed. Therefore, I declare it is blessed. Amen. This communion serves as vexation to you. Amen. It vexates you from everything that looks like shame. In the name of Jesus, this communion launch you as a son today. In the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ says, if you do not take this blood and this flesh, you have no part in me. So, because you are about to take this communion, I'm decreeing today, your sonship has been sealed. Therefore, everything that speaks of sonship begin to replicate it now. In the name of Jesus. May your life replicate sonship. In the name of Jesus, what cannot be found in Jesus Christ, I declare from today will not be found in your life. In the name of Jesus, anything that Jesus Christ has paid for, I declare from today, it begins to reflect in your account. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. We glorify your name. I declare this communion blessed. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. We bless you, Lord. We saw how Jesus Christ lifted up the flesh and give thanks to the Father. Therefore, we declare, Father, thank you for your body. Thank you for your body. And we declare if there is anybody sick, as you partake of this communion, that sickness dries in the name of Jesus. It dries immediately in the name of Jesus. Any organ of your body that is not functioning well, fire this flesh tonight. I declare it is restored in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and eat the flesh. Scripture says in that same manner, he took the cup. He lifted up before the Father and he gave thanks. Father, we thank you for your blood. Thank you most especially for shedding your blood, for pouring out your blood for us on the cross of Calvary. Thank you because we are a reflection of that which you have done. We are the proof that you live. We are the proof that you died and you came back the third day. Thank you, Lord. I declare this communion blessed. This wine, I declare it blessed. In the name of Jesus, as you partake of it today, it is the blood of Jesus. Whatever we call it is what it becomes. Therefore, I declare you are holding the blood of Jesus. As you take it, may strength, may life come back to you. What gives man life is blood. Take the blood out of a man, a man completely, the man will go. So this blood brings new life. In the name of Jesus, go ahead and take it as you receive new life from Christ. Father, we thank you. We bless you, Lord. We glorify your name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Today is our first meeting. Therefore, it's a new beginning to us. I am prophesying today. It's a new beginning for you. In the name of Jesus, I declare this week a blessed week for you. May your ways be blessed. May God go before you and make every crooked way straight. In the name of Jesus. The scripture says with him all things are possible. Therefore I decree every impossibility in your life, I declare they become possible today in the name of Jesus. The power of restoration is the power of moving forward. God told Moses, tell the people to go forward. I declare into your life this week, go forward in the name of Jesus. Whatever stands in your way, I declare they are uprooted now in the name of Jesus. Every power of darkness, obstacles standing in your way, I command them now in the name that is above every other name. The name of Jesus, I declare go forward in the name of Jesus. May this week 
cause you to prosper. Amen. May you enter a new dimension Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. I bless every one of you. Amen. I declare you are blessed. Amen. When we bless, no one can cause. Sir, when we bless, no one can cause. And God has called this house the house of what? Blessing. He said it with his mouth. He said it with his mouth. He says this house has been known from this day as a house of blessing. He said many will come to receive blessing. You are the first partaker. And then the scripture says that the husband man shall be the first partaker. Therefore I decree the blessings of this house go with you this week. In the name of Jesus. Amen. May your way become prosperous. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I saw the stars. Sir. I saw the stars being launched. I declare this week you are launched for greatness. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. This week you are launched for testimonies. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. This week you are launched for good things. Amen. He said I will not withhold good things to my children. Therefore I am declaring this land will not withhold good things from you. Amen. The land at which you are standing will not withhold good things from you. Amen. I speak to the land. I declare, release good things to them this week in the name of Jesus. Amen. Everywhere the sole of your feet will step on. Everywhere the sole of your feet will step this week. I release favor into that place. Amen. May favor encounter you everywhere you go this week. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. May you be seen as stars. Amen. May you shine as stars. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Whatever cloud that has covered your soul, I declare that cloud out in the name of Jesus. Amen. May you shine. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In Isaiah 16 verse 1, he says, Arise. Arise. And do what? Arise and do what? Shine. Who said so? Who said so? Because God said so, I declare everyone at the sound of my voice, arise and shine this week Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Your life is blessed. Amen. Man, I see blessings coming out of you. Amen. I see good things coming out of you. Amen. I see great things coming out of you. Amen. Man, nation will talk about you. Amen. They will speak good things to you. Amen. They will speak good things about you. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. I see God raising impact men. Men that will impact generation. Amen. I declare you are one of them. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. may you have dominion where you stay. Amen. May you have dominion in your working place. Everywhere you go, may the dominion power that comes out of exaltation go with you. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. I declare, may you begin to indicate what you stand for, Amen. the life of Christ. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. I pray for those who watch us online. The same grace, the same blessing, Amen. the same power begins to flow. Amen. It flows to every one of them. Amen. Every one of you, it flows to you. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. I declare every one of you is blessed. Amen. Therefore, I pray, if there is anyone sick right now, hear me as I say this word. Receive healing in the name of Jesus. Amen. Healing is one of the things done in this house. Therefore, receive healing in the name of Jesus. Amen. In that body, receive healing. Amen. I declare anything that does not speak of God. Now I turn it. There's a turnaround. The resurrection power is a turnaround power of God. Therefore, may you receive turnaround today. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I declare, rise up from that sick bed. Rise up now. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. This is God speaking to you. Rise up from that sick bed. Amen. Anywhere you have found yourself that is not from God. 
any location you have found yourself that God cannot be found there. Now I am ordering you by the power of the Most High. Get out of there now. Amen. Get out of there. Amen. That sick bed, get out of there. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you for a glorious moment, Lord. Thank you for the grace to start. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We are blessed. The Lord said to me, take pictures with them. Go out and eat together. He said, because you will remember this day. The Lord said, you will remember this day. May this day stand as a memorial. You see, the way we remember how Jesus Christ died today. Today, you remember how your life has been turned around. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you. Thank you Are we blessed? Yes. yes. Are we blessed? Yes, sir. Are we blessed? Yes, sir. God is with us. Yes, oh, I can say this with boldness that God is with us. And if God be for us, who can be what? Nobody. Nobody can be against us. Who can be against you? Nobody. Who can be against your finances? Nobody. Who can be against your health? Nobody. Who can be against your rising? Nobody. Therefore, because you have said it with your own mouth, and the scripture says, as you have said it, so shall it be. I declare because you have said it, you have prophesied it, and so shall it be. In the name of Jesus. Thank you everyone for coming. Come, we are getting better. This is our first year we are like this. Thank the great places. Amen. 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 Amen.